0: Very many thanks indeed for staying with us right here. That's the spirit of the season. We have a transformation moment on radio happening right now, and as I said earlier, Business School Netherlands is at the centre of this one. Two guests with me in the studio. Of course, you're already familiar with uh, Topher Elissomi. Topher Elissomi is of the Business School uh, Netherlands, and uh, he'll be he's in house man, so he'll be he'll be guiding us on a tour of the school when the time comes talk good to see you again today good evening to you
1: thank you good to see
0: you Uh good to see you too and uh second i'm um, my major guest for today daniel wabasi daniel Wabasi is the chief executive officer and founder of peruda limited he's an articulate competent and confident sales professional uh, he has an in-depth understanding of business development principles and financial planning Having up to 10 years of working experience selling FMCG, manufacturing and financial services with outstanding results. He possesses the ability to think creatively from both a product and commercial perspective and possesses the unique experience and having previously worked as a senior sales staff of AXA Nigeria before transiting to become the first AXA franchise partner in Nigeria. An experienced and talented business development manager who is highly organized, ambitious, driven, and possesses the capability to develop maximum sales and profitability. Daniel holds an MBA from the renowned business school Netherlands and many other sales certifications to his credit and is currently a student at the Lagos Business School at JBS Chicago, Illinois. We have here this evening, Daniel Wabasi joins us this evening. Good evening to you, sir, and welcome to the program.
2: Good evening. Thank you for having me. It's such an
0: honor. Good thank to you see you. So yeah, thank you. And uh, Merry Christmas to you, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> we're already in the season. So yeah, we're in right. the season, here. Yeah. Uh, so, quickly, we're going to be talking uh, customer service, customer relationship, you know, with the little time we have here uh, this evening. So, can you let us into the various dimensions of customer relationship? especially in this post-COVID era?
2: Okay, thank you once again. Um, So, dimensions of customer relationship post-COVID, such an interesting one. Um, I'll just take it in two two parts. First is um, COVID struck. Everyone was, um, would I say, um, on stop mode. Mm -hmm. Um, Uncertainty. Mm -hmm. Businesses um, took a pause. On um, uh, activities to because I mean we had never seen uh, a pandemic. I mean, for some of us, I don't know. So, some of us haven't seen a pandemic <laughs> yeah. in our lifetime So, every business stopped to see what's the next, um, what's the next move for for us as a business. Some thought they would die. Some thought they would. Uh, I mean, whatever. So, um, that's the first uh, position every business, you know. Then the second part was where we all started to reengineer our strategies um, look at opportunities even within the space, um, the, within the pandemic space. So two dimensions for me, first, uncertainty, secondly, um, the face of re-engineering strategies to survive because businesses must survive.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, okay. Um, Daniel, uh, how, how then do you build uh, these or, or manage these customer relationships uh, profitably? Because There's a study, or a report rather, that said that uh, about 54% of all customers say that uh, they have higher customer service expectations now than they did like maybe over a year ago. So how do you keep this profitably?
2: Okay, so um, firstly, it's important to um, remind ourselves that um, COVID has announced um, a new order of business. Customers are looking for more of relation than just transaction. Mm. So, as uh, business owners or salespeople or customer service agents or whatever it is, we must um, begin to embrace relationship above transaction. Mm. So, how do you keep yourself going? Just move from being transactional. <laughs> yeah. Yes, to, 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 uh, to being um, relational. Also, um, customers are looking for partnerships. Mm. When after selling a product, what's next?
0: Mm.
1: So after there's this after sales service. Yes, yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. Exactly. So what would you be known for? Of course, <laughs> if you could successfully sell a product or a service mm. as a salesperson or a customer service agent or whatever it is, um, what's next? So customers are looking for more now. Uh, are you going to empathize with them? Um, we're just coming out of COVID. People um, had to battle with health challenges. Mm. So health and safety was priority after, after COVID. Mm. Right? So... Uh, are you in that space with them, or are you in the space where you just want to close a deal or close
0: a sale? You're so just you're just there for the money. Yeah, you're just there for the money. <laughs> so, yeah. We are looking
2: for because we are actually emotional beings, so we are looking for a relationship. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, well that's good. So, in in the, having said that, how would you now say that you me- you measure uh, profitability of your relationship with these customers you're talking about?
2: Okay, so um measuring profitability um that's a bit complex but i'll I'll just demystify as 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 fast as i can Mm -hmm. um first and foremost measuring productivity of your customers first for a business entity um to be profitable is that you are making more and reducing cost Mm -hmm. so how am i able to keep my customers year in year out at a reduced cost first so i must get to a point like i mentioned earlier where um, i'm now not not just transactional but i'm relational um i've been able to build trust before our customers have built i mean i've been able to build uh, customers have been able to get find us trustworthy um once they found you trustworthy um, because of acquiring and keeping a customer would definitely decline when trust is is when there's no trust the person says oh i want to you want and get shop for prices, I want mm-hmm. to do this. I want you to cut this rates. I want you to give me at this price, but if there's trust um it's it helps to enhance um, profitability on the other hand, how do I measure profitability of my customers? how am I, How have I been able to or how as a business entity been able to serve the customer so well that the customer then becomes a raving fan when the customer becomes a that's that's a theory in marketing that says building raving fans when you've wowed giving a customer a wow experience mm. and the customer in turn then becomes your salesperson mm. that's when you are now saying you are being very possibility relationship because is the customer now quote and unquote that's
0: representing you
2: representing me <laughs> is the customer now on your um on your list of salespeople mm. because if you've done so well to a customer the customer has distrust uh, in the way the customer is able to, because for everybody you sell a product or a service to, on that line, you have people, 10 more people in that category that that person can influence mm. to get a product in. So are you able to be that trustworthy person? Then you now build the capacity to become, where the customer becomes a raving fan. So mm. the customer sells for you, it's not on your payroll, She is not on your payroll, but she's selling for you and she's not even expecting anything, it's just doing you because people want to reward good work. Absolutely. So if somebody has seen that this person is trustworthy, how do I pay this person back somehow? You mm. know, if you look at those two chains, reducing costs first by keeping a customer loyal, keeping a customer, keeping your, the trust lines, the cost of keeping that customer would reduce. Mm. Then secondly, the customer becomes your raving fan. The customer is saying, oh, have somebody who can do this. Go here, go and do this, sell this product. Um, this person is of competence and all of that. Then... You begin to now talk about how do I measure productivity? I mean uh, yes. profitability, profitability, mm. profitability of each um, customer. So
0: someone has to be careful because if you also dissatisfy that person, mm-hmm. that's how they will take it. the message of dissatisfaction. You know, to most yeah, people, than yeah.
2: even a, yes, because a dissatisfied customer can do you reach much, many more persons. Yes, yes, can reach many more because <laughs> bad news goes viral yeah. faster. Than
0: mm. new news. Okay. All right, Th- there's this uh, thing Accenture has said. As Accenture said that uh, two-thirds of customers are willing to share their personal information with companies, but they're not going to do that for free. <laughs> they want to do that in exchange for value. Uh, so there's, there's uh, customer relationship management on one hand, and there's customer value management on the other hand. What's the relationship between these two? So
2: customer relationship management and customer value relationship, basically for me, um, it's just a matter of perception. How does your customer, your clients see you or perceive you after you've closed the sale, after you've preferred a solution? Um, is there any other value that this person can get from you aside just selling a product? Because now there's so much demand on um, keeping businesses alive in terms of selling your product and service, customer relationship management. The clients want more than just satisfaction on a product; they want satisfaction with the relationship. So, what's the perception they have is is for me is the clear relationship between management and uh, you know. So, it's a perception. It's basically on perception.
0: Mm. So, Daniel, let's talk about your time at Business School Netherlands, especially with. Um the Action Learning MBA program. It surely has made an impact in your life and career.
2: Oh, definitely. Um, business School Netherlands, um, I, I could remember, and now I can't even remember the year I did the, the course, but I could remember the first two classes we had. After the second class, I told those were my mates in class at this time to say, I'm done. <laughs> because the first class we had on a Saturday, all older class, uh, when I came out of the room, I knew something. I had interacted with very severe knowledge that would transform my mind and my approach to business. You know, I've mentioned here yeah, one of the cardinal uh, strategies we've used as a business over the past six years is creating raving funds. And I, and I, the first time I ever heard about revenue funds was from um, um, the director in the, um, business school, in Netherlands, um, Mr. Larry um, Ballet. He was the one who who demystify that philosophy to, to us in class and I grabbed it. Raving fans. If you make somebody say, because you see one thing I realize is that no company, no organization has capacity to employ all the sales people they require to come the market. Mm-hmm. The market is always bigger than the sales force. So how do you now meet up with the areas where you don't have capacity? To do? Two raving fans. One word of mouth, one person tells ten person. One satisfied customer tells so that alone, if I've not gotten anything from um, business school, I mean, <laughs> that's been transformation. Um, even in family, in every aspect of my life, ability to plan, ability to execute, ability to see, to bring out strategies. Because a strategy is not a winning strategy until it's tested. When you have a strategy on the paper or on a PowerPoint, that strategy must interact with the market mm-hmm. for it to become a winning strategy. Mm. so there's strategy in the book <laughs> and there's what we call i call winning strategy mm. for you to be winning strategy is that we interacted with the market and we stood the test of time uh you know so all of this and many more are uh, aspects that um, business school netherlands open up to me i'm so grateful to bsf
0: absolutely and then uh, toppe is from business school netherlands uh toppe, uh how how can people who want to be as grateful As Danny is, how can they uh, reach Business School Netherlands if they want to enroll? And how does the program
1: run? Okay, um, thank you for that question. Um, For you to experience Business School Netherlands, you need to observe action learning. You need to come to class and experience what Business School Netherlands truly stands for. At BSN, we do not practice relationship marketing alone. We also practice holistic marketing because it is very important for every member of the staff to understand the process of, you know, giving an excellent customer service to, you know, the clients or to customers. So we do both holistic and relationship marketing so that we can be sure of retention. And when customers are retained, it guarantees the continuity of the business. So one of the things or one of the strategies we actually use in BSN to generate revenue funds and they later will become advocates for the school. So, for those who are interested in journey BSN or who would like to reach us, they can reach us via our social media platform. We are on LinkedIn, Twitter, Business School Netherlands Nigeria. We are on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram BSN Nigeria. Then you can also call the hotline 0, 1068 zero six two seven one one zero six eight as well as zero seven zero three
0: nine two seven five one five zero mm. all right so you can reach them there you heard from mr tope uh tope yes me you can call them zero eight zero six seven two one one zero six eight um or zero seven zero three nine two seven five one five zero and talk about you know when people hear business school Netherlands uh, do we have to go to Netherlands to
1: go to the school (laughs) (laughs) maybe at the graduation point Mm. uh, but it's even optional right um we have study centers in the about 16 countries Mm. so for African region BSN is available in Nigeria and South Africa and we're also in 14 other countries and in grass. this Lagos, how do we reach In this Lagos, we have administrative and operational base mm. in Lagos. Mm. And beyond the Lagos Center alone, we also have two other learning centers in Abuja and Port mm. So, uh, we have an administrative building on Adekunle Fadji. eight Adekunle Fadji with Ikeja-GRA. We are always open 24-7. You can walk in and you'll be attended to. You'll be provided all the required information about BSN, how you can enroll? The value in part, the benefits of uh, you know enrolling um, on our MBA program. There are quite a lot of benefits that time will not permit. Mm. What, know, what's the website again? Um, www.bsnnigeria.org.
0: That's it. Thank you so much, Tope Ilesomi of the Business School Advance for coming, and of course our star guest for today, Daniel Wabasi. Uh, who has been talking with us over the last quarter of an hour or so. Mr. Daniel, thank you so much for coming.
2: Thank you. Such a pleasure. Thank you so much.
0: Do have a good evening. That's our time on the Transformation Moment on radio. Stay tuned. Commercials coming through. And afterwards, on top of the hour six o'clock, it's time for...